Noble Factors, the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Kip Perridge with your Wednesday afternoon VRA Investing System podcast. We'll tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. And uh, kind of a quiet day today until the last hour or so. Dow Jones went up closing down 162 points. We'll tell you why in just a minute. Uh, down six tenths of one percent at twenty six thousand four hundred thirty. Uh, our streak of uh, new all time highs in the Nasdaq and S and P five hundred also came to a close today. S and P five hundred down twenty two points at seven tenths of a percent at two thousand nine hundred twenty three, and Nasdaq down forty five points. That's uh, right at a half a percent at eight thousand and forty nine. And our biggest loser on the day was the uh, Russell two thousand small caps down nine tenths of one percent. R2K closing at 1576. As I said, everything's going on fine. Going on fine. Then we had the uh, the Fed uh, 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 Federal Reserve meeting today. Then we had the press conference that follows. And uh, this is one of those times that you just can't believe what the talking heads are telling you because the word of the street is that Jay Powell screwed up another press conference when he said that inflation is transitory. That that's the word that the uh, talking heads are really fixated on today is inflation is, quote-unquote, transitory. What did he mean by that? Well, he meant that, uh, like, like most things, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Inflation could go down. It could go up. He doesn't know. Of course, he's with the Federal Reserve. How could he know? They only have a 1,000 economists, folks. So how really, how, how could they know much of what's going on, which is why they get everything right all the time? Regardless of my personal beliefs and uh, thoughts on the Federal Reserve, blaming Jay Powell for saying inflation is transitory, well, just uh, re- just follow it away as propaganda. You know, they always have to tell you, they have to give you a reason why something happened in the markets when, frankly, the real reason is, guess what? The markets are extreme overbought. We've had an amazing move higher from those December 24th Christmas Eve capitulation lows, and it's not at all unnatural for the markets to drop from time to time. That's, a, that's part of a healthy ecosystem in the, in the stock market. Uh, before we get to the internals, some other things we're seeing here, we do have a, a piece of analytics that caught our eye reported to our clients this morning. This is just the fourth time in the history of the S&P 500, which goes back to 1949. This is the fourth time that the S&P 500 has been positive in the first four months of the year, January, February, March, April. Uh, and this, when this event occurs, it's very rare. When it occurs, it bodes very, very well for the rest of the year. But in particular, it bodes well for May and June. The average gain for the S&P 500, when this happens, when the market's higher first four months of the year, the average return in the uh, S&P 500 for May and June is 3.4%. Again, it's only happened four times. It's probably not the best piece of analytics ever, but it does point to the fact that uh, – Odds favor a continued move higher, especially in May and June, and then we'll see what the rest of the year holds. But we still look for solid gains throughout the year. Also, as an earnings update, again, just the quarter is just crushing it. Uh, as of yesterday, we don't have today's closing numbers quite yet. As of yesterday's reports, this is with about 58% of all S&P 500 companies reporting earnings. 70, a big 78% of all companies are beating analyst estimates, and they're doing it by, a, by really a huge 7.1%. This is the best beat in a, in a decade as far as the, uh, the amount that they're beating the analyst estimates by. Folks, if you've been joining us here, what have we been telling you? Ignore what they're saying on, throughout 
CNBC and Bloomberg and pretty much any other channel that was trying to scare you into believing that we're going into recession. Well, when that didn't look likely, what they changed their tune. Oh, no, not an economic recession, an earnings recession. Well, we have evidence, direct evidence right in front of us that that's not happening either. So what we try to learn, what we try to do here is learn from our experiences. And if you're listening to this today, I would just say try to remember all of the economists, like, for example, the New York Times Pulitzer Prize winning economist Paul Krugman, who said that the fax machine, these are actual quotes, the fax machine would wind up becoming more valuable than the Internet. He didn't believe the Internet had much potential. This is about 15, 20 years ago he made that quote. And then, of course, his famous quote more recently is when he said that once Trump got elected, that not only will we have a market crash, but that we'll, we'll never recover the prices that the Dow Jones sat at at that time. Well, that was Dow Jones about 18500 And uh, again, we closed at 26430 So uh, the, the, the point again here being, try to remember these folks that, uh, that led you astray, that, that misled you, that reported fake news. They didn't know any better. Maybe they were just reporting what they were told to report, but it doesn't matter. You know, this is when you do blame the messenger because they're the ones putting this nonsense out there. The U.S. economy is firing on all cylinders. We continue to recommend an aggressive position in the markets, but when we reach extreme overbought levels, it's not at all uncommon to have a little bit of wind taken out of its cell. The internals today were not good. It, well, they were mixed. Let's put it that way. Advanced decline was 1.8 to 1 negative. Up-down volume was 2 to 1 negative. But again, uh, it was mixed because new highs, new lows came in just with a bang in number one more time. We had 559 stocks today hitting new 52-week highs to just 160 companies hitting new 52-week lows. That's a, that's a huge beat. It really continues the pattern that we've seen. We have not seen a negative number in the 52-week highs and lows for well over two months, uh, maybe even over three. I'll go back and check the work. But the point there being... Uh, this is what's telling you that with companies hitting new all-time highs following the index uh, as they do the same, it tells you this rally is almost certainly not over. Uh, the market is broadening out, uh, but again, we are at extreme overbought. Don't be surprised to see a day like this here and there. But I also make this important point. In major bull markets like we find ourselves in today, pullbacks are both short and shallow. Short and shallow, meaning you got to buy the dips. It's just been the smart money play uh, for a very long time. And we've been long-term bullish on the market since, uh, really, uh, the March uh, 2009 lows. And then even more significantly, at the, uh, at the uh, July uh, 2011 lows. So we've been lo uh, long and strong for a very long time. Uh, but this, uh, this market's even, even stronger than what we've seen historically. So use pullbacks to add to positions or put on new positions. Uh, today in the sector watch, we did have 10 out of 11 S&P 500 sectors that closed lower on the day. The biggest losers today were energy down just over 2%, materials down 1.8%. Our loan winner was just fractionally higher, and that was real estate. Uh, finally for today, uh, gold closed today at uh, 12.77, announced down $8. Silver 14.68, down 30 cents. Uh, copper was down a big 3.6% today. Platinum down also a big 2.4% today, something we're watching closely. Uh, folks, with that, have a great rest of your day. Have an even better evening. We'll see you back in here again tomorrow after the close.